I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. G'day there guys, Marky here, and welcome back to another episode of r slash am I the asshole. With that said, I want you to sit back, relax, chuck a prawn to the barbie, and let's get right into it. Am I the asshole for refusing to stop seeing my daughter over her sister? I, 56 female, and my husband Kurt, 59 male, have two daughters, Ruth, 32, and June, 30. Eight years ago, Ruth split up with her college boyfriend, Adam, 32. They had been together since she was 20-21, and it was as serious as a college relationship could be. About five years ago, June announced that she reconnected with Adam at some alumni get-together. They had all gone to the same university, and that they were now dating. Of course, Kurt and I were shocked that she would do this, despite her sister's history with him. But she insisted that they were in love, and that she can't help that, and that Ruth and Adam hadn't been together in years, so she hasn't done anything wrong. Ruth, understandably, was enraged over it. She said she was done with June, and would never see her again. This broke me. They were so close growing up, and I prayed every day that they would reconcile, but I accepted they're adults who can make their own choices, and we have no say. Kurt and I were also very disappointed with June, and told her off many times. But after she proved that there was never any cheating involved while Ruth and Adam were together, things between us settled down. Out of respect for Ruth's feelings, we never brought the girls together again. Ruth and June visit us separately, and still aren't on speaking terms after five years. But we maintained our relationships. Now, June and Adam are married. Ruth has also moved on with a lovely boy. Coincidentally, both girls are expecting their first child, although Ruth's date is a little earlier. I can't put into words how excited we are to be grandparents and adore both these children. I've been supportive and as involved with both of our daughter's pregnancies as they want. However, last week, Ruth drops a bomb on us. She said that if we ever see June again or her baby, she won't allow us into the child's life. This shattered me. It has kept me up every night. The thought of either of my grandchildren being deprived of loving grandparents is agonizing. I know Ruth was deeply hurt by June's actions, but I don't know if we should be punished just for not cutting off our kid. How can any parent even consider disowning a child? We begged her to reconsider and said our love for them both isn't conditional and we can't just stop loving one, but she's adamant. I don't want to accept Ruth's terms, as it seems like no matter what we decide, we're going to lose a daughter and grandchild. So I'd rather it not happen because we outright chose it. But I also don't want Ruth to believe that we'd just drop her in favor of June, because again, the thought crushes me. Would I be the asshole if I don't comply with Ruth's ultimatum? I can personally understand both sides of the argument on this one. 
if Ruth did think that it was enough of a betrayal of her trust that she goes completely no contact with her sister, that's understandable. Because yeah, the thought of it to me, it's gross. It does kind of feel like a weird betrayal in a way, and it does seem that Ruth has taken it that way. Though where I do find issue in this situation is the ultimatum that Ruth has set. I don't think that's fair to OP. To me, OP exists outside of this issue between the two sisters, and I don't think it's necessary or fair to put an ultimatum on OP for this. I'm gonna say OP's not an asshole for this situation, and I genuinely think that Ruth is being an asshole by putting this on OP. And now in the comments, not the asshole. She's just making a final bid for control and using the baby as leverage. What happened to Ruth sucks, but she shouldn't be trying to take out her feelings on you guys who sound like loving parents. Tell her that you don't like the ultimatum and leave the door open should she change her mind. It's kinda weird that she's still not over it after five years though, especially given the time between both relationships and the fact they are married now. Maybe I'm being naive having never been in a similar situation, but that just sits weird with me. I wonder what Ruth's partner thinks about it, if she has one. She can be over the ex, that doesn't mean that she has to be willing to associate with someone who would betray other people in the way that she sees the situation. OP isn't asking Ruth to play happy family with June or to be a part in her nibbling's life. The daughters have not spoken in years and OP accepts this. Ruth is being cruel and vindictive towards her parents for no reason. How does it impact her if mum has a totally independent relationship with her other daughter and grandchild? This is unhinged and OP should do as original commenter suggests. Don't go along with this bizarre ultimatum and leave the door open for a relationship with Ruth if she can get her head on straight. Not the asshole. Tell Ruth that you will never turn your back on any of your children and that she is making the choice to not be a part of your life. Let her know that your door is always open and as much as it hurts, continue to send cards, Christmas and birthday presents to your grandchild. She will most likely come around, but even if she doesn't, you will know that you kept the lines of communication open while respecting her boundaries. And OP replies, I probably sound crazy, but thinking of this almost breaks my heart most of all. I know a few people who have been denied access to their grandkids who do this. The thought of sending gifts, cards, money, photos, etc. that will all end up in some dusty box in an attic somewhere that our grandchild may never see absolutely kills me. They will never know how much we love them and yearn for them. I've wondered if Ruth would just throw everything away and there wouldn't even be any proof that we sent them or cared at all. If she asks us to stop sending them, we would have to comply. But even if we get to shower June's child with love, I can never not think of the fact that we can't do the same for Ruth. Someone replies to OP, don't send the money, put it in an account. So you aren't an asshole. But after reading all these comments, I don't think Ruth is either. Everyone has a different take on exes, but I can't imagine ever dating an ex of my sister, and I mean any ex at all, no matter how long ago or how short a time they dated. June and Adam actively sought out a relationship, both knowing the history of Ruth. That's weird. It's really not that hard to not fall in love with your sister's ex or your ex's sister, and I have a feeling that there are more dynamics at play if both of them allowed this relationship in the first place. For example, I don't know a decent man who would feel comfortable for being the reason an entire family was fractured. 
You did a good job of keeping them separate. But the reality is that Ruth feels that June committed a huge betrayal, and you agree with that, and has suffered zero consequences for it. She got the guy, now the kid, and you are all just as active and accommodating in her life as you were before. Now that Ruth is having a child, she's probably looking at the lens of having this estranged sister and always keeping things separate, etc. June is also having a child, which feels very final. This man and her sister will always be together, meaning she will always have to deal with this betrayal and there is no way back. I'm not saying that you should cut June off, because I don't think you should. I just appreciate the deep pain Ruth has been through. And by just putting up a divider between the two of them and hoping time would fix things, Ruth just sat in that pain. I honestly don't think that you have a way forward with both families, but I see in the comments that you have spoken to June and have talked to Adam before. And your tone is that he's a great guy, and so to me, I think you should think long and hard about how Ruth might just be vocalizing what you have already done, which is pick June over her already. And even if you feel that you haven't done that, the reality is, Ruth doesn't want to live like this anymore. So just decline her request to cut off June, tell her you will always be there for her, and grieve. And I can't help but point out that neither Ruth nor you started this, and the only two people who come out with zero wounds are the two people who actually did create this conflict in the first place. And now back up to the post, we have an edit. Thank you to everyone for commiserating with this situation. I wish I could say that it's helped me feel better, but right now, it feels like nothing ever will. One of my babies hates the other. It broke me, but I accepted it. Now I'm faced with losing one of them no matter what. Entirely too many comments to respond to individually, so I just want to answer some of the most common questions here. Why did Ruth and Adam split up? Ruth left Adam because it just wasn't working. He was immature and said and did things that irritated her, Mostly lots of minor things adding up. She said that there was never any abuse, nor cheating, but it was the right decision for herself. He was a nice enough boy, but he definitely had some growing up to do at the time. I did feel very badly for Ruth because she had invested a good few years into the relationship for someone so young, but agreed that it was the right decision. Did we ever support Ruth? Ruth stayed with us for a few months when it first happened. Not just because of this, there were other reasons, and we were there for her and comforted her the whole time. Because she was so angry, we had asked June to not visit until she left. We still talked to her and met a couple of times in public places though. We made it known that this hurt her sister, and we were disappointed she didn't think of this. June understood and agreed with us supporting Ruth. She expressed sadness over losing her sister, but we clearly told her it was Ruth's decision to cut her off. Whether one thinks June did nothing wrong or not, it is untrue to say that there were never any consequences for this. She is sad to this day that she has lost her sister and knows that she has to accept and live with it. Did June ever apologize to Ruth? Both girls have confirmed that June reached out a few times over the years to apologize. No one put her up to it. Ruth didn't forgive her and she's well within her rights not to and we understand that no one can or should make her accept the apology. Why don't we just cut off Adam? He's June's husband and the father of our second grandchild. They're a package deal now. Once we cut him off, we risk losing June and our grandchild anyway, which is the same as what I'm trying to prevent with Ruth. 
Some commenters say that in letting June stay in our lives after this, I already chose her and asked why I didn't cut her off from the start. I am baffled that anyone would suggest I could just disown a child so easily, like she was never ours. Not disowning June doesn't mean that I chose to be her mother over Ruth's. I never abandoned Ruth and never will. Ruth has thanked us for our support in the past. She said she was fine with how we'd arranged things for the last five years. As long as she never had to see June, she was happy seeing us and everything was normal between us. It is only now that she wants us to disown June. Some say she should have cut us off years ago for still loving June. She has said many times that her goal isn't to cut us off. She loves us and wants us to be involved with her child, but that she can't stand June or her baby getting the same love and care from us because she thinks she doesn't deserve it. I want to add that if Adam had ever abused or cheated on Ruth, we certainly would have gone no contact or at least low contact with them. But that's not what happened, and both girls used to repeatedly tell us that what happened between them had nothing to do with us. So yes, I did keep my relationship with both daughters. I don't regret it. Because as heartbreaking as this is, willingly cutting off either of them, outside of the circumstances I mentioned, is unfathomable to me or their father. Thank you again to everyone for their good wishes, and for suggesting family therapy. I will try to bring it up with Ruth and my husband. We suggested it when things initially happened, but dropped it when she said no. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And now, on to the update. Hello again. Thank you all for the support and advice on my first post. A lot has happened, so I think I should provide an update. We followed the advice and told Ruth that if she decided to go no contact, we would comply. But we could never willingly cut either of them off. We again begged her to reconsider and reiterated that we were willing to go do family therapy, that we would do all we could to keep her and June apart, anything to make it work. She said she still wasn't happy that June and her baby would stay in our lives, but she would think about it. Kurt and I also looked into opening an account for Ruth's child, but didn't go through with it yet in hopes that things could turn around. Days went by. We didn't hear back from Ruth. It was agony. And then we get a call from June. She'd gotten wind of what was happening through mutual family. She drove to Ruth herself. No one put her up to this, and she was prepared for Ruth to kick her out anyway. Once she was there, she apologized again and begged her not to do this. She said she could accept Ruth wanting nothing to do with her, but not to punish us because of it, especially since they both knew that cutting us off would cost her child-loving grandparents. Shockingly, Ruth didn't kick her out. She let her in, and they both had a long, tearful argument slash fight. 
They even hugged a few times. I'm foggy on details, but I suspect pregnancy hormones played a huge role here. I can't tell you how panicked I was hearing this story, because it could have been so risky for them both. They haven't exactly made up, and Ruth didn't forgive June, but she admitted to her that her husband, Owen, has actually been trying to convince her to go to couples counselling and individual therapy as well. Apparently, since Ruth's pregnancy, some troubling qualities that he was able to manage previously were exacerbated. She was becoming controlling and paranoid, and he was pleading with her to get help so they could be in a good place once the baby was born. June's visit was the final straw, and Ruth broke down and agreed. Ruth called us later. She corroborated June's story and accepted our therapy offer. She still has one condition. She wants Owen there if June has to attend any sessions, and she doesn't want Adam present at all. We all agreed. The first session is in a few days. I can barely keep it together that I'll see both my babies in the same room for the first time in forever. It has been so stressful, but I can finally see some light. I haven't lost our daughters. Kurt and I are going to put everything into keeping our family together, I'm not going to be naive, and assume everything will be fine now, but I am hopeful. I want to thank everyone again for all the comfort and help. To those who sent kind DMs sharing their similar situations, I truly appreciate your solidarity. As for those who sent DMs calling one or both of my daughters tramps, and hoping that they lose their unborn babies, I can only hope that nothing abhorrent in your lives is driving you to be so miserable as to wish such heinous things on a stranger. And now in the comments... OP, I am so heartened to read this. Something good has come out of a really rough thing, and everyone is being very brave in trying to address this. I'm so glad that you found some support here, and June is so very brave. Hugs to all of you. Very happy that Ruth is getting help, and some attempt at repairing their sisterly relationship is happening. And OP replies, Thank you so much. Yes, both my daughters always have been very headstrong. Clearly. And it's always great when good things come out of those qualities. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Thanks for the update. I have two tiny daughters, and would be heartbroken if they ever fight like this. I hope your family can heal and be put back together. It would be nice if the cousins could grow up together. And OP says, Thank you so much for understanding. Both my grandkids growing up with their cousins would be like a dream come true. But I'm trying to control those thoughts because I don't want to take for granted that it'll happen if either of my daughters don't want it. It was so difficult to get comments and even messages ordering me to choose one daughter over the other, or saying that I already chose one over the other simply because I didn't disown her. People may as well ask me to choose which leg I'd rather amputate. I hope your little girls grow up close and happy forever. I'm glad to hear that there is possible family reunification. It sounds like Ruth might be in a rough spot with the pregnancy, and possibly postpartum once the baby arrives. I'm also glad that Owen is watching for this, because postpartum depression can be very scary, and impacts a lot of women, and has been a bit misrepresented. And OP says, I completely agree with you. I'm grateful that she's found such a loving partner, and I'm proud of her for getting help and taking this potential issue seriously. And our next story is actually the final update of a story that we covered a few days ago. Update, 
Am I the asshole for flipping out on my fiance for cancelling all the vegan food options from our wedding food menu behind my back? So, the talk didn't go well. I waited for him to come home so we could have a final conversation about it, but he still insisted on his stance. For more details, his family are a bit on the heavy side. Most of them are obese. Nothing wrong with that. They are perfectly within their right to decide how to live, but they get easily offended at the mention of the words weight and food. I tried so hard to focus on the issue at hand, but I noticed there was a pattern of this behavior. He said that it wasn't true, and that this was just an attempt for me to throw past conflicts at him in order to win the current one. He claimed that he tried to reason with me about why and how his guests might see those vegan options as offensive. Also said that his family love food and consider it a big deal, and how he didn't want his family to feel like there is certain options that they couldn't touch, and feel that there is differences in how I treat them versus how I treat my family. He then went on to explain how it's just an event, and how my family should just accept what's on the menu, and if they felt inconvenienced, so what? It's just a one-time thing. They're not gonna die if they had salad and appetizers. What he said wasn't a good enough reason for me, because his folks are gonna think and say what they want. But at the end of the day, it is my wedding. And to be honest, realizing that my partner himself thinks that it's okay to steamroll my opinions and decisions simply because he's prioritizing others and their opinions over me was really upsetting and not something that could be looked past. Normally, I'm a person of rational discussions and compromises. I am all about compromises. I had compromised on much bigger matters than just food, but like people said, it's not about the food anymore, if it ever was. Like he would literally lose nothing if he let me have what I wanted, but apparently he was willing to lose it all over this, which is fine by me. I gave him back the ring and called everything off. I just couldn't envision myself living like this any longer, having to walk on eggshells for his family, and letting him basically override my opinions and have the final say no matter what. Marriage is about compromise, and here, he has nothing to lose, yet chose to do this to me and my family. Mind you, this is my first serious relationship, and I didn't know what to expect. But it's safe to say that he and his mum and family did make it feel like I was taking crazy pills on many, many occasions. So that's that. Last thing he said was that I chose my family over him and ended everything between us for the sake of keeping him happy. Decision's been made, and it's done. Just wanted to give an update for those who wanted it. Thank you so much for your endless stream of advice and support. And now in the comments, good for you. Marriage is about compromise, and it doesn't sound like your ex is interested in compromising or even letting you have a say in things. That isn't a partnership. And OP replies, thank you, and you're right. Honestly, I felt kind of hesitant about posting an update. In fact, I was hesitant about posting my situation as a whole. Normally, I'm not the type to share my private business online, but I was desperate. Like I said, there were times where his family made me feel like I was taking crazy pills. Honestly, I'm gonna say this anyway, I hate them. They have always made me feel like an outsider and a stranger, never really warmed up to me, and instead, pretended to like me. 
but it was obvious that they resented me. They claim that I'm a covert fat phobic, but in reality, I got mocked, along with my family, for being underweight due to health issues that I had mentioned before. Don't even get me started on ex-future mother-in-law, though I feel as though I've got to let it all out and vent. You go, girl. Dude 100% laid out a roadmap where only his opinion matters and yours is irrelevant. This probably wasn't the first time, but it for sure would not be the last. And OP says, Exactly. Like I said, I had noticed a pattern of this behavior, but kept rationalizing it, which was a huge mistake on my part. It has been utter torture trying to please him and his family. I'm an emotional mess right now, but there is this little voice of reassurance telling me that I've gone through the worst and survived it. I'm so thankful that this happened. It helped me see things clearer. It's just an event. My family should just accept what's on the menu. Did he even hear himself talking? His family sounds like the type who zeroes in on the person who only wants oatmeal for breakfast and thinks that that person is trying to shame them. It was so crazy because what he's saying is unfair to his family would be literally true for hers if they went with his plan. Like, there were certain options his family couldn't touch? What? It is absolutely mind-boggling that he doesn't understand the hypocrisy here. Good for her for calling this off. That marriage would have been a disaster. And that's where I'm going to end the episode for today, guys. I do hope you enjoyed. If you did, let me know what you thought of it down below. And quick little thing here. That was an update to a story that I've already covered. I'm not sure in the future if you guys want me to read the entire story again up until the final update, or if it's cool for me to just put the final update as its standalone thing. I can possibly just put the link to the episode where I covered it in the comments, because I see it all the time in the comments. If I make an in-joke about a story that we've previously covered, there's like 30 people that are like, I don't get the joke, what's the story about? Slugs in a box? You deleted your friend's university offer so you could study together? What's the deal with having a body count board? And our favorite, what are you doing parents? Why are you dressed up as me on the couch on dad's lap? Stop it you. So yeah, let me know your opinions below and I'll pick the most popular answer as my go-to. And further update that I just want to touch on because all the real Marky fans are here now. That community post that I put up where I said, should I start a channel where I react on camera? That would just be content like Charlotte Durbray, where I'm also reading out stories from other subreddits that are just small memes and everything, because I think her content is hilarious, and I feel like I could give my own spin on that types of content. That would not be me reading Am I the Asshole stories and reacting to them. I don't see the point in doing that. I like the format that I'm doing now, and I do want to try other things because I think I could give it a good go. Anyway, that's my rambling done. Let me know what you guys think, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.